Okay, welcome everyone. So this is uh, just to give you a heads up. Um, I hope you brought your thinking cap and your neshama cap, uh, cap and whatever other you know caps you need to have. Because uh, um, assuming that we get into Osios, um, Osios. Zayn and Ches, it's gonna be it's gonna be very difficult. I have to admit that that was by far and away the most difficult part for me in the in the Das Tunus of the Ramchal, and um, you know it, I'll try to share with you the parts that I that I do know and um, we'll hopefully get from it. But it is definitely a difficult topic. Okay. Uh, that was some foreshadowing. So first, uh, just a little bit of a recap, and we'll, um, I think we left off maybe on uh, Os Hay. So we'll, we'll discuss quickly. So number one, uh, we discussed last time that although most um, cause-effect relationships that exist in this world go from up to down, from the Kohosan of Dalim, the disembodied powers, which are the source of uh, everything, those are the roots um, of the. From when I say everything, means that these are the source in the created realms, right? This is a, in the world of Bria. This is uh, in the creation that it goes from the world of Bria, which is the Kohos of Dalim, out to Yitzira, out to us in the world of Asiya. Us, I mean, all the physical beings. We of course also have a neshama component. Okay, and therefore uh, there's a flow, there's a shefa, there's an influence coming from the kochasan of Dalim in the world of Bria out to the gashmim, to the physical entities down in the world of Asiya. And that's how it works, and that everything that happens, like we said, like a marionette uh, strings, right? That everything that happens goes from the Kohosan Dalim out to the physical beings. Um, whether it be the existence itself, meaning its very existence is very it's very functioning, to the uh, to its um, to different events that that happen to it. Uh, so, right, those are two different things. Um, you've seen the Ramchal allude to it multiple times. We we'll just take a quick aside. And say that that means what? It means what one, maybe you've heard these terms, my separation, my summer cover. Yes, no? My, no, I don't think we touched on this last time. My separation is the act of creation with which Hashem created the world. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Um, maybe. Uh, my separation is the creation of the world. My summer cover is the. Is the how Hashem guides and conducts the world, right? So one speaks to the to the existence of things, and one speaks to the hanhaga, um, to the movement, to to the different happenings that are in this world. Uh, these are two realms of the study of Kabbalah. One is called Maisim Rashis. One is called Maisim Merkava. Okay. Maisim Rashis means the act of creation, and Maisim Merkava is the act of the chariot, the divine chariot, which a chariot 
What's a chariot? A chariot is a machine, basically, right? Which there's somebody driving. I mean, uh, if you want to, uh, the car, right? Nowadays, the, the modern day equivalent of a chariot would be a car, right? So a car, there's a driver and there's a thing. Now, the thing does all sorts of really fancy things, but it's all being guided by the driver, right? So that's uh, you know, the, the world that we're in. There's all sorts of different things happening, but they're all being guided by the driver. Okay, so whether it be the existence itself of the nevroim or the things that happen to them, all of that comes from Milamalamata, from the Kohosan of Dalam out into the nevroim, into the world of Asiya. Yeah? Um, that's as far as everything else is concerned. The one big exception to that is uh, the Bahir of Adam, the Bahir, the free will of Adam, that is not subject to this flow from up to down. In, in fact, so the, in fact, it actually goes the other way. It goes from down to up. It goes from Adam impacting up into the world of Bria, impacting on the Kohasan of Dalam. Um, now, the we spoke out partially why that is is because Adam um, spans the entire height, so to speak, of the spectrum. Right, that Adam has a neshama in addition to he. Adam is not a strictly physical being who's got marionette strings going up above him to the higher world of Yitzira and to a yet higher mm. world of Bria, but rather Adam spans the entire thing because he is a combination of. Um, Goof and the shower. Right. So it was both of the the angels, and then something like animals and plants. Yeah, the shvalo, the the, so that, the, the physical man, entities. man is man is man is a kind of uh, is in both realms. Man is on the one hand he has a physical body, right. Right? on the other hand he has an ashama which uh-huh. comes from the nevdalim. So he's right. physical and then also in the So he's like the full height, right? If you imagine the three worlds as like the world of Bria, uh-huh. the world of Yitzira, and the world of Asiya, right? And all three are parallel. And we spoke about that last time, right? So most, so the, the physical entities that are down here that are strictly physical, for example, an animal or a plant or something like that, so then necessarily there's a marionette string, right? There's a root to it in the world of Bria, from which it's flowing to it, hashpoa, um, which means uh, that's w- its source for existence, and that's its source for what it does and what happens to it. Um, whereas Adam, there's the physical body that's down here, but there's the neshama that's all the way the rest of it. There's the ruach, if you want, which is in the world of Yitzira, and the, and the neshama, which is in the world of Bria. So therefore, Adam. Is it's like a standalone column mm-hmm. that stretches the spectrum, right? Spans the spectrum. Yeah, um, that's that's uh, that's what we said last time. And then, and, and so I, have a, I have a question. I have a question on that, if I may. So, so with things that are entirely um, physical, um, you're saying they're being influenced. The 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 shpar, the shepherd is. Coming down from the world of Bria, yep. Through Yitzira down yep. to Asiya, yes. So, what is the function in between? Is there like a? We we spoke about it last time. It's 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 a little bit 
the angels are like the maintenance crew, you know, like you got the, uh, you're pumping oil, like, you know, down in like, you know, so you got the oil, the, the reservoir, the well, like deep down inside, right? And you've got the gas station, like out in the, in Chicago, and you got a pipe in between, right? So you got to maintain the pipe, you have to make sure there's no leaks, etc. So, so the angels are the ones that are conducting, guiding, making sure that, uh, that things go smoothly. That's the, that's why they're called malachim. They're called messengers. I mean, they're the in-betweens. They're the, they're the ones that, you know, conduct. They're the conductors. They're, they're operating in Yisira? In the world of Yisira. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, that was, um, that was, um, uh, most of Dalit and then the, the caveat that I wanted to focus on is that he does say that the um, hine uh, about halfway into Oz Dalit the hine mashehu mania ella geshem mina geshmi. I mean, the only thing man can move is is the action, is is the physical things. That's the only thing he can he can move because the man himself is physical and his actions are physical. But because of the connection that connects all the way up, so then he causes a realignment, a shifting around of the kohus on the dalim, and like we explained, you know, there, there's there's relationships up there. Um, you know, if you imagine, people don't appreciate right how uh, let's say World War One broke out, right? So you had all these different alliances, right? And even though it was like a one little incident, an assassination of, of some prince of some small country, right? But that caused that country to go with some other small country, but then they had alliance with another one, and, and another one joined, and, and like all next thing you know, like the whole world was different, right? So that's why, you know, the Rambam says that a person has to view every action of his as potentially being... Um, you know, the deciding action in the you know, bringing Mashiach and, and bringing the entire world to its to its uh, rectification, because you don't know what that heavenly alignment is, how the different things are aligned. There may be just this one little tiny wrench stuck in some cog somewhere, and by me just kind of pulling it out, all of a sudden everything starts to spin and work, and everything interconnects and everything shifts around, and next thing you know. Right, you brought Mashiach, right? So, so it's like World War One or World War II. That was determined by something that happened with these these kohas. Everything that he says, everything that happens down here, is a result of that. Everything that happens beforehand, and then it like trickles down to. So what happens is again. So either it flows straight from there down here, right. or man does something down here, shakes things up up there, and then once those things are rearranged. Then again, there's always a flow from up to down, always, constantly. Everything we wouldn't exist for one second if, if that wasn't happening, right? So there's always a flow of existence, of life, of force, of energy from the higher realms to the lower realms, right? So the moment some of the configuration changes, the flow changes. That's coming down, right? And that's what causes all the changes that happen down here, right? So, so again, so man can only act upon the physical. So again, we spoke about taking a lulav or, or tefillin or, or whatever it may be and then uh, affecting a change up there and then it comes back down. Which of course is the underpinning for the entire 
thrust of that in, in Yiddishkeit, uh, the action is so important because a lot of the, you know, the, the meditating monks and the Buddhists and the aesthetics and the, um, you know, the philosophers, and all, all of them um, kind of look down at such things like, oh, really? Like, oh, that, that's what it's about? Like, you're going to sit in this little hut and you're going to shake this thing and you're going to, what are you, like a superstitious, like a caveman? And you're like, uh, you're going to put these little boxes in your head? Like, wh- what is all the stuff that you're doing, right? So just sit there deep, deep in thought and that, that's what's going to do it, right? Because that's the loftiest thing you got. And we're answering, no, no, no. I don't have anything lofty. At the end of the day, everything is coming from up there from the world of Bria. So what I do is I cause a shifting of things up there and that's where the power that's where that's where the change comes from. Right? I'm I'm activating. Right? I mean if you think man is alone, man is the one that's doing everything, so then pick the loftiest action that man has, which would certainly be thought over you know eating some matzah or something, right? But if you understand that, that man is a puny creature who doesn't have really much power, right? But the real power he has is the fact that he's able to impact a much more powerful system, right? Which is the Kohasan of Dalam in the world of Bria. So then our power depends on the interplay with those Kohos. And of course, through them, you know, obviously, what's what. The real power that's flowing through them, of course, is the power of Hashem, right? Okay, you were saying that, that man has the capability of harnessing angels to do his That's true. So that's it's all through this. That's very, very... That's all through this. But because they have a neshama, right? Angels? No, the man. Oh, yeah. So they have... In, in, in the, like man is not strictly physical. They're part and parcel with the neshama, right? True. True, but the but the the, the, the neshama. Okay, so Yosef is asking a good question that we do have a neshama. So let me let me just work on my neshama, and that'll and that'll that'll be the powerful. That's how they're able to. That's how yeah. you, I think we were speaking before how they're able to how man can harness angels because Yes, but that was we were speaking more generally. That that's how man can overcome angels because the neshama is greater than angels. Right. But now we're speaking a little bit more specifically that really what the neshama does is the neshama is interconnected with the world of Bria where our actions impact that world of Bria and then from there comes down the new power. Which, in in other words, more concisely is when we either serve Hashem or we daven to Hashem or we learn His Torah we're tapping into something greater than ourselves, mm-hmm. and that's why we become the most powerful being down here. It's not, it's not innately from ourselves that we have the power to impact everything. It's from us connecting to something beyond ourselves. Mm-hmm. So the moment you say that, so then it depends on how I can connect best to what's beyond myself. Right? If it be through an action, through a mitzvah, whatever it may be, through, so, then, so then let it be. It's not my own power that is doing it. Right. I mean, so the ultimate right. change is going to come down. What I'm saying is the ultimate change, you know, uh, how are you going to split the sea? Let's just talk very practically, right? How are you going to do, do Kriyas Yamsuf? With Hashem. 
Exactly by by ta- by by davening to Hashem by right. by opening yourself up so to being His. his arms up, not that's not gonna do it, right? Right. Just real a lot of push-ups, right? Powerful chest muscles. That's not gonna not gonna split the seat. Right. Okay. okay. So can, can intention affect the focus? Because you know, we talk a lot about like like if you're on your way to do a mitzvah or something and you're prevented from doing it, you still get like the oh. Perfect segue, Josh. Uh, Josh Levin, thank you. Um, I think there's another Josh online. Um, I'm going to venture, I guess, that that is Josh London. Hi, really. How are you? Wonderful. Good to see you. Um, it would be wonderful to see your RS Pondum as well, if, you're, if your camera is working. If not, we can... Uh, oh, sure, sure. Okay. Oh! Psh. Okay, good to see you. The mustache is gone. Now it's just a... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, okay, so... Um, so, so Josh Levin just just pointed out exactly where we want to go with this, right? So he said over here that physical actions specifically are what cause the change, and then those ripple upstairs, um, you know, via the cords that all the physical objects in this world are connected to, to the upstairs, right? And then that causes the changes up there, and then that comes back down. The and we spoke about the analogy that Avishachayim gives. Of a person at, at a bell tower, you know, pulling on the rope, right? And then the rope reverberates all the way up, moves the big bell, and then the big bell makes a loud noise down here, right? Sends a noise to down here. So, me with my rope, I couldn't, no matter, I try to shake the rope, I smack it against the wall, doesn't make a very loud noise, right? But if I pull on the rope, it causes the real big bell up there to start swinging, it makes a very, very loud noise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now in Os Hey, he's going to introduce a new point, which is that not only is it physical actions that do this, but also, but, but really any free will decision that man does, which is action, speech, or thought. Yeah? Now, obviously, it depends on um, what you're supposed to be doing, what you know, what, what those are, whether they're going to be powerful or not. As we discussed before, wh- when we talk about being powerful, when we talk about, you know, ringing the bell up there, we talk about doing a mitzvah, right? Uh, we spoke about it in Derech Hashem, actually, in Mizul's Sharm, actually, by the Birka Sator, remember that? Mm-hmm. Birka Sator, Asher Kedushanu B'mitzvosa V'tzivan, Hashem made us Kaddish. Right by commanding us, so kaddish means connected, connected up there. Right, so since I'm kaddish, I'm connected high up. So then, by me doing these different things, I make very very big differences. Right, but sometimes people can do actions that don't have any repercussions up there because they're not free will decisions. Right, free will decision is is in the realm of of avodas Hashem, of being truly human, you know, picking. Um, on, uh, from the menu at uh, at the local restaurant, right? Should I go for the French fries? Or should I go for the popcorn chicken? Like that—that's not called a free will decision, right? Uh, if somebody had a very good computer program that knew your all your likes and and your mood variances and everything, it could probably predict that you're going to get the popcorn Amazon. chicken. What? Amazon. Amazon, exactly. Right. Um, okay, so 
So we're talking about free will decision making. So then, now, he doesn't really explain how this happens. This is the, he doesn't explain how a person... So you can understand physical things. I can understand easier how doing something physical in the physical world would cause a change up there. Which means, I have here, let's imagine this is an esrig. Right? So I have an esrig. Now this esrig, being that it exists, it's a physical entity called an esrig. Right? So it is rooted in some spiritual power up there somewhere, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't exist as an esrig. So, I take the esrig and I shake it. And sukkas, of course, which means that there's a certain uh, relationship, certain alignment of things up there, really high up, to where this esrig has now become a pretty important player, central player up there, right? So, I shake it, right? And that causes things to happen. Fine. Because it's connected up there. But what about when I myself, when I say something... I say something to you. Now, we're both kind of seemingly disconnected from, from that system, right? So, I just say something to you. Mm-hmm. Or, what if I just say something to myself? Or, what if I think something to myself? The answer is all connected, because even our, like, like we said before, through, through, our, through our neshamas, through our, through our speech, it's all interconnected. And Nefesh Chaim says that, that, so to speak, Hashem made us the central... You know, like we were talking about before, marionette strings, right? So imagine from you, strings going back out to everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so a- any free will decision making that we're doing is impacting up there, even in the realm of speech and even in the realm of thought. Speech makes sense because it's the least you would hear it and you're bringing out something into reality in a way. But thought is self contained within just yourself, so how is that bringing it out into a more physical reality. Well, for, let, let's just take an example. A thought that perhaps, let's say it's a mitzvah, a thought that's a mitzvah, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, the, the five continuous mitzvahs, right? The mitzvah to love Hashem. Okay. Right? So when you, when you have that thought, when you have awe of Hashem, when you believe in Hashem, all, all those things, those are, those are um, changing you and changing the realms above you. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, yes, uh, apologies. The six ongoing myths, not five. Thank you. And this is everybody. This isn't just classroom. This is like everybody in the world. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, he's going to discuss, he's going to discuss the difference. This is man. Right now we're talking about man. We're talking about Adam. Now, there's going to be, if not for the hate of Adam Rishon, that, that's all that would have been, just Adam. Uh, post the hate of Adam Rishon, it's going to get more complicated, and we will, Bez uh, Hashem, have to discuss what the, what the differences are. Right. But certain, I mean, it's certainly talking about Klausrel, the Gemara and Yuvamos, Darshan Zaposek from Navi Yishaya, um, Adam, the Pasuk says, you are man. So the Gemara Darshan is, Atem Kurim Adam, you're the primary man, you're the, you're the, so to speak, this is what man was meant to be. Man was meant to be a servant of Hashem. That's what man was meant to be from the beginning. That's kind of what, what it was, uh, and so that's the true Adam. That's the, re- now, so what about those men that kind of fell from grace, that, that, that lost a lot of that, um, but still have it a little bit, 
with the seven mitzvahs of Bnei Noach. Okay, so then that's some sort of a partial, in certain ways yes, in certain ways not, and it's gonna, we'll discuss it. But that is impacting the world. It does impact the world, yes, in a certain way. Yeah. Um, not, but, okay, I don't, I don't want, it, it, yes or no, and, 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 let's, and let's hold off. What? Not to the same extent. It's even qualitative, not just quantitatively different, qualitatively different. What it does is not the same thing that, that one does. Uh, one class will do it, and that's why, obviously, the coming of Mashiach, etc., that square that rests squarely in your in, on your shoulders. Not you, know, you can't trust it up to the 1.3 billion Chinese people to, to bring Mashiach. That's not going to happen. Okay. Um, Okay, so that's so that's Oz. Hey, Ozvav is what he said. So we kind of discussed that already. That you do something down here, it goes up there, makes the change up there, and comes um, cascading back down here. Here we go. Um, Oz Zion. This is what I was telling you before. It's gonna get complicated. We'll do our best. Um, no promises. Okay. Step number one, um, everything that exists must in some way or another be rooted in the higher realms, right? That's how the world is built. Um, so what exists is good and evil, right? There must be, uh, as, we, as we discussed before, in order for man to be able to be a free will decision maker, yeah, um, the, so that he can earn his own shlemus, and therefore be similar to Hashem, etc., etc. So, so man needs that there should exist in the world, tov and ra, good and evil, and he should choose good, right? So, we are, the, the, the system is then that everything um, potentially has, so if, if there's going to be good and evil in this world, so that must somehow be represented in the Kohosan of Dalim. Problem is that Kohosan of Dalim are trend are really it's like like lenses that transmit the light of Hashem. Right? They're 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 expressing the you know, they're the conduit of from them comes the light of existence to us. So. In what way do you have Ra represented up there? Okay, so he says the way you have it is is that you have a broken pipe or you have a broken lens. That's what it means. It means not that not that it's because all, all there is really high up is just Hashem, right, and and, and his revelation. So so the breakages. In, in in that which um, is the source for Ra down here is when the Kohosan of Dalim are not able to um, conduct that to us, conduct that down here. How does that fit with Hashem's presence? That it's more of like a concealment of Hashem versus a more openness of Hashem? Sorry, say the like, question again? How, how, I thought the when there's Ra, that's more concealment of Hashem. Right. So the broken pipe 
is concealing more of a shepherd? Because there's not that revelation of light. There's not that revelation of the of the existence of Hashem. So is the koach itself removed from Hashem, or it's just koach, like that, that, like the kofas, whatever, like the, the, that, 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 that one or whatever, is that damaged, or is it just like more like distant? You know what I mean? Like, no. I don't know how to phrase it? Um, the the kofas and dom are the lenses, right? That transmit. They're like lenses. Imagine kofas and dom are like lenses that Hashem created, and then you know, so to speak, Hashem lahav the love of dollars. So like the sun. But there's more than one. Right? So, so is Ra like one of those? Or no, Ra is a sum total. Ra is a sum total of all the malfunctioning of those, uh, of, of those, of those lenses. Oh, so they're all messed up right now. Well, not all messed up, I, just partially. Well, I mean, like, they're, all of them are partially messed up. Yeah. Uh, all of them? I don't know. Not it, sure how much. Was it somewhere like on the path, like on the way down here? Is that what's getting messed up? No, no, no. The, that's, totally that's what he's saying over here in Zion. That must there must be uh, some sort of a shorish, some sort of a root uh, for the ra that is down here. There must be some sort of a root in the kochasan of Dalam. And what is that? That's a day are not capable, are not uh, fit for transmitting the divine light down here. That's that's what. The Os Zion says. Okay, Os Ches. Now here, initially it appears that he literally just like reverses on you. Um, and um, starts to kind of... Um go in two different directions. So here is going to be... So Let's actually read it inside. The Tzarech You should know. Ki hinei. Now, whenever he says hinei, Raborach, what, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's happening when... Uh, when... with the word hinei? Okay. Um. I think he's domestically engaged... Okay, that's well said, Jeff. I was just I was just looking for the. Okay, so Jeff, so you uh, you you get to stay, fill fill uh, fill your Rebbe's place. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm not familiar with. Very good, very good, um, Josh. Says Josh says Josh. Yes, it's a chiddush, an, an original. He uh, name means behold. Behold means when I when I pull out something. You know, totally new that you haven't seen before. Hine, behold, check this out, right? Wow, look at that, right? Okay. So yeah, so Afal pisha beemes sibas kol inyane hatov bekol makom shehem that the cause of all good, wherever it may be, pirush ben bekochas ben betoldosehem, whether it be in the kochasan of dalim or in that which comes from them, let's say our world down here, hine. He ha'aras panavis borakemoshe amarnu. So that is the radiance of Hashem's face. Now, obviously, Hashem doesn't have a face. There's no radiance, uh, but it means the expression of the direct revelation of His um, presence. Vesibas hara, or alternatively, the 
cause of all evil, is the absence of divine revelation. Right? So that, we know that, that that is a fact. That's point number one. Now, Amnam, however, there's going to be a unfair, uh, unfair, um, it's going to be discrimination over here, right? Because they both come from Hashem, but one of them is going to be the, um, what is it called? The, the, the child that the father doesn't take, respond, doesn't claim to be his own? The term for right, like a right. That uh, okay. So the uh, not, without yichus, right? A child without yichus, without, right? Without uh, without uh, be, re, being directly related. How so? Because by good, so it's directly attributed back to Hashem. That Hashem is the causing this good. Anam lutov yituer is described. Adon Boruchu B'Shem Siba that Hashem blessed be He is the cause of this good He did this right something good happens to you you say oh Hashem loves me He did this for me Mamash He is the actual cause He did that He sent it to you whether it be for the general good or for very specific good Ach Lera Mamash but when it comes to evil Hashem is not viewed as the cause even though it's a little bit of a contradiction because in previous sentence we said that everything that exists in one way or another comes from Hashem and it's either the result of um, revelation of divine being or the concealment thereof. Right? And yet by the good things are the, those things are viewed as the directly being caused by Hashem and the Ra is not described as such. Not fully so. Ki amnam ein hakolish boruchu miyachet shmo al hara, which is now the Ramchal decides to quote us a, a midrash. We, uh, how many times has the has the Ramchal quoted um, sources so far in Derech Hashem? Very few, right? So, uh, you know, all of a sudden, over here, he's, he's telling us, now, but, uh, Chazal, now the Chazal does make sense, right? That, that Hashem does not associate his name with something that's evil. In the Dastvunus, he says a reasoning for that. Ki hu makor hatov, because Hashem is the source of good. Umi makor tov lo And from the source of good, there's not going to be evil coming out from there. How, how can it be, this is like an old philosophical question, right? How can there be evil in the world? It must, it must be sourced in something, right? And it can't be sourced in Hashem because Hashem is all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, so by which is, of course, where Zoroastrianism comes from, where the yin and the yang comes from, where all the dualism, right? The entire, all the dualism, that's what they're coming to answer. How can there be good and evil? How can there be day and night, etc.? Now, we, the Ramchal has already, in a very large philosophical sense, answered the question. Because the Ra that we have is really a way to get to a greater good. Which means the Ra is not really Ra. 
the Ra is really Tov, right? Because since there's Ra, you can be Babakhira, you can choose the good and earn it, and it becomes part of yourself, and you become Shalem, and you become Slot Hashem, you Dabak and Hashem. That's the way to the ultimate Hatava, to the ultimate good, right? Which is Dekus and Hashem. Uh, that, that gives us the ultimate good. So that is, uh, so, so therefore, we don't really believe that there's Ra on a very, very, very high level. Yeah. But practically, down here, you still need to have Ra. Mm-hmm. Right? So you would say, so now theoretically, one could say, okay, fine, so Hashem is going to create the Ra. Right? But the divine wisdom decreed that that still would be, it would, if it was the same way, if it was, if, if the, Yichud of Hashem's name was as equally attributed. That would be uh, that would that would be incorrect because meaning um, when you say that Hashem doesn't associate His name to it, when you put your name on something, what are you saying? Let's say Yosef did two actions. Right, one of them he wrote his name on the thing, and the other one he didn't. What does that tell you, Josh? Yeah, I don't know if there's anything like the one he wrote his name on his he made two, I don't know, he, he made two paintings, right? And one painting he signed his name on, the other one he didn't. He's making a declaration. This, one, this painting, this is for me, this is for my heart, this is an expression of me over here, right? Mm-hmm. The other one, okay, so you know, they hired me to do it, so I painted it, but I'm not going to put my name on this thing. Right? He told me to draw this thing with, uh, you know, this guy, uh, I don't know, writing up riding a, a one-wheel bicycle. I don't want to draw that thing, but I drew it because it's not an expression of me, right? So, you know, I did it, but it's not an expression of me. So I'm not going to sign my name on that thing, right? So, so, so to a certain extent, so that, that's how we can, we, we can talk about Hashem with Ra, right? He's doing it, but it's not an expression of Him. This is just a way to get to something else which is truly an expression of Him, which is the Hatava, the good. Right, so Hashem's not going to write his name. He's not going to sign his name on this thing, because if it were if it were to come from him, that would mean that there's something evil inside of him, which uh, is impossible. Okay, that's me. Makor tov lo From that, which is the source of all good, you can't. You, it can't come. It can't come evil. Um, but but we still haven't explained. Okay, so what? In the end of the day, so how does it happen then? So, uh, you know, in what way does it happen, but it's not really attributed back to Hashem? So, Ella, Ha'olam, Ha'olam Oro, rather, how is the Ra created? Through a concealment of his light, Vehester Ponov, and the hiding of his face. Yachshav L'Shorish That's the source of evil. Kizehu this is truly the cause of evil, is the absence of the divine light. And that is the absence of good. The analogy that the Rambam in Mor Navuchim gives is, if someone turns the lights off in the room, you say, this man made it dark in the room. Now, he didn't actually make it dark, right? He didn't actually make darkness. If I turn the lights on, I actually made it light, right? I, I made the light covered. Right? But in the, in the absence of light, there's darkness. Without getting into is darkness in existence or is, or is darkness the, just simply the absence of light? Let's even go like the like the Vilna Gon, like the Ramban, 
that darkness is a, is a true, it's, it's, it's something, like dark matter. It's, it's dark matter, actually, right? But nonetheless, dark, darkness is something that is there immediately. As soon as you take away the light, the darkness is there. You don't have to do something to bring the light in. Right? So it's kind of, it's like hanging out in the background. Right? It's, uh, it's hiding in, in reality. So then, when, so when, I, when I take away the light, the dark, there's the darkness. Right? So I didn't actively, I'm not the one that made it dark. But, what I, but by taking away the light, that could be called that I made it dark. That's what the Ramos says. So to over here, right? So Hashem is not is not making the evil per se, right? What he's doing is he's holding back the good. And the absence of good is called evil. Um what sense is it Morera? What, what are you quoting? Oh, wow. Jeff, you got some unbelievable memory of, of verses in, in Tanakh. Good for you. You're scanning ahead. You're scanning ahead. You're scanning ahead. You're not allowed to go ahead. No, it's not. I'm not even up to Aval. I'm not even up to a bot. Oh, okay. You're like... You said Aflora. I'm up to... I'm up to... In Hebrew, I just read... Al-Tzad Heder Hatov. Right. Okay. And, and you went and you read... Multiple sentences ahead. Okay, but nonetheless, of course... Of course you're right. Um, that's... the. the that's what he's, he himself is about to flip it all on us, right? He's about, he himself is about to say, Aval. What does Aval mean? Ezra? What does Aval mean? I mean, translate that. Sorry, I was clicking mute. Translate is, but, but, what are you looking for here? Something a little bit more than that. Uh, not what you... The negation uh, of what was just said. The negation of, of, of the previous thing. Okay? Um, so, so, so that, so, in fact, I don't know how many times I, I'd be interested to do a computer search, see how many times the Ramchal there Hashem says the word aval. Right? It's, it's, aval means uh, <laughs> I'm making a flip over here, right? So, what's going on? You just, and, and, and he's about to say what's about to, seemingly contradict what he just said. Because until now what he said, before Jeff goes and jumps multiple sentences, right, that Tov comes from Hashem, Ra doesn't directly come from Hashem. Ra is the, by holding back the Tov, that's, that's how Hashem creates Ra. But it's not, a, it's not a direct creation. So then, next week, we will have to begin with the word Aval, Understand that, bli nether, bezos Hashem, and uh, and try to explain the interrelation between the two. Okay, very good.